0: Live, 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 live. yeah. Like it. All right, what's going on, brother? What's going on, man? It's been a minute, isn't it? Yeah, it's been a long. Yeah, it's. I just uh had a baby. Oh yes, got him right. Got a, a whole baby out here. you know. Oh. Man, congratulations! You know. I know it looked like it's it's two of us. Um. We didn't necessarily do no downsizing, but uh, we just kind of wanted to get recording, so being that we wanted to record, we had to uh, do, yeah, you had to, we had to go ahead and you know,
1: do what we had to
0: do. Do what we had to do. I wanted to talk about some fans. It's, it's been a lot going on since the last time we went ahead and... Went live. And if you if you actually uh on here right now go ahead and go ahead and share. Definitely, man. Share. Share this, please. We need the likes. We need all of that. All of it. Every bit of. But yeah, um, I know a lot of y'all been doing these uh these blessing looms. (laughs) (laughs) You doing the blessing loom, bro?
1: Nah, man, I ain't do one. Thought about it, you know.
0: Blessing circle. Thought about doing that little blessing circle, you know, waiting for my turn. And it though. wait for my turn. You know, make sure that I get my whatever the pot is. Um. So, here's my take on the whole blessing circle thing. Um, So, it's a circle and then it has, what, eight, eight spots on the outside and then there's four spots going in and then there's two spots and then there's one spot in the middle. So those people that's the eight on the outside go ahead and you pay whatever the X amount of dollars. So let's say you go ahead and do i say $100 for your blessing, Lord. The the main person goes ahead and say, you know what? Let me go ahead and get everybody to give $100. There's eight people to give $100, right? So you have to pull in two more people. So those eight people have to pull in two more people to give them $100 so that they can pay the next two people, um, the next two people. but, okay. I'm trying to explain it to you where you can get it. See,
1: yeah, your explanation of a of a blessing circle definitely different than what I, I I think it is. But I get mine after you. Think.
0: Okay, all right. Matter of fact, I ain't even gonna draw it. It's it's a Ponzi scheme. So, what it is is, in order for you to make money, you have to bring other people in, and you got people that'll say, "Well, we locked our circle, so therefore, we have to uh, we have to bring nobody in, because uh, all we do is just reinvest in the circle." But how that works is, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you have to go ahead and. Take whatever the circle is giving, you and um, reinvest whatever that is. So you got to keep putting in money in order for you to get your money back. <laughs> so when it when it's not your turn, then you just gave in money. And I mean, it's not necessarily a scam, but it's a scheme, and a scheme is something different than a like scam, pretty much. The scheme is just a way that you can make money, but it can work to where it's lucrative. However, if you got if you got it to where uh, people say, you know what, let me go ahead and pull out, then now now you now you do got yourself scammed inside the scheme,
1: so, right? And that's what I said. You you mean to me? I feel like you have to get people who are able to continue to put into the circle and not looking to get in just to get out. So it, to me, I think it's more of a, like, um, where, let's say it is eight people and, and it's just those eight people and everybody gives $100 a month. So whoever turn it is, let's say, out of the eight people, it's your turn. You get, you know, the $800. Right. And then everybody give $100 the next person. We'll get $300. Right. So, I, I, in that sense, it to me, like you said, I think it's more of a scheme than it is a scam. But I think that if it's, that's why I think it's more of a blessing circle because everybody's sewing into one person every month. And if it's just 100 bucks, I don't think it's a loss in a sense, but in a sense, it could be if you're the eighth person.
0: Exactly. So, no, but okay. So- <laughs> <laughs> but let me, let me see if I can go and find my uh my thread because I put on Facebook what about almost a week ago I put on there and was like y'all blessing circle is looking a lot like a, a, a pyramid so you got people who like just like was going off like getting mad at me because I'm like I'm I'm exposing that gun. like it it's it's a pyramid scheme. It's a Ponzi scheme.
1: <laughs> so, well, I mean that's what I said it has to be made definitely more than a hundred dollars if you
0: if you right. get a blessing in it, but but then okay, so I've been, I got approached maybe like two or three times about a blessing uh like a blessing. I was about to call it a blessing scheme. <laughs> but a black uh somebody called it a U uh Ujama Club or or something like that. And Ujama is cooperative economics in um in in Swahili. Uh that's one of the, the Kwanzaa holiday, well one of the Kwanzaa days. So yeah, like it was it was weird because when they first came to me and they was like, yeah, we pooling pulling our money together so that um, if so, like, something happens, then somebody is able to take the pot and do whatever they need to do, like pay their mortgage or pay their car note, whatever the case may be.
1: But I, was like,
0: I was like, I don't know if I necessarily want to do that. That's like, I want to plunge. I, To me, to me, it didn't sound like a good idea because The person who came to me about it, I haven't really, like, spoken to them since, what, college? Like, like, spoken, like, on a regular basis since college. Like, it's it's been on and off since college, but it's just like, bro, like, I'm not going to pool in my money. And then next thing you know, it's all gone. Right. So then what? (laughs) <laughs> so, <Night. laughs> so, So, bro, like, how you gonna? How, how's that gonna work? So, I went ahead and just told him, Nah, bro, we can't do it right now. I mean, and, and personally, I mean, we could do it, but I'm not doing that. Like, it don't make sense to me. And the other person who did it, I only know that person through their parent. Like, their dad was like my summer camp uh, teacher back when I was a yeah. kid. So. It's like, how do you, how do you really dress this up as something that seems like marketable? And maybe they was on maybe they was doing the, the, the people that was in the circle, the eight people, and they needed me to be one of those two people that they recruited. But I was already like, nah, I'm straight. So <clears throat> out of all the people who sat here and told me, oh, it's not a Ponzi scheme, it's da-da-da-da. I went up. I went and looked up what a Ponzi scheme was. The definition of a Ponzi scheme. I knew what it was, but I wanted to. We
1: got facts.
0: Yeah, I had to get the. I had to actually get what it was. So, when you get into these blessing circles, they tell you that you're gonna you're gonna put in this amount of money as your investment, and then after your investment, you're gonna get this big lump sum back. And that didn't seem reasonable. Now. The person, who, the person who makes out the best is the person who's in the middle of that circle from the get-go. <laughs> right. And that's why I feel like if it's
1: set up that way, then I think it's a scheme. Like, Or even, you know, uh, I think a shy. Where if there's a person that's, that's the main person who's getting the, I guess you could say, the, the trickle the, the down, if that's the person. If it's yeah. trickling down to one person or persons, then to me I think it's a scene. Now if everybody comes out equally then I can understand then but if it's just a trickle down effect, nah.
0: So if you got a whole bunch of people, now mind you, the, the loom has to break off to to make another loom so that you can be in the middle for the next. One. Right. And if it doesn't break off or if somebody like leaves and says you know, I want my money, I want my money back, then yeah. A lot of people end up saying, "Well, okay." So, for instance, one person who who was on that thread said that they had they put in. I think they lost a thousand dollars. So, they tried to go ahead. They paid five hundred dollars first to buy in. And what's what five times eight? That's Four thousand dollars. So the person in the middle got 4000 4, off rip. So she was like, she didn't feel like she was going to end up getting her money back simply because um, of how the scheme was working. So she was like, yeah. she pulled out and she wanted her 500 back. And they was like, nah, you can't get your 500 back unless you recruit two more people. So she, I think she ended up getting one person, but then had to pay another $500 just so that she can get out of it, so she ended up spending a thousand dollars on that. so somebody else told me the same thing it was like, yeah, um we we I put in a hundred dollars, and I lost a hundred dollars because like you in order for it to work, you have to be patient, and then it comes like I guess every month, so like I said, you got to keep putting in a hundred dollars. But if you put in hundred dollars for eight months, that eight hundred dollars that you getting in your lump sum, all you did was just pay that out. Essentially, all you got to do is just put hundred dollars in a uh, a savings account for eight months, and you. <laughs> and, and then if you're doing that, at least you can get an interest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> somebody on there was like, "Well, I hope that you, uh, I hope that you are blessed like we being blessed," and I was just like. All right.
1: <laughs> see, oh, that's but, kind uh, of, see that's people, but see that's the kind of said almost to me. I feel like the same kind of people that be like, well, you know, I bought a TV from Renaissance. And it was only sixteen hundred dollars. I was like, but you know, Walmart got that same TV for seven hundred. Like, right. even though you you paying for the TV for like the next year and a half, right. it does help you monthly. But you're paying twice as much. No, that's more than so, twice. More than (laughs) twice. Oh yeah, it is. If it's sixteen hundred, but yeah, but I'm just saying, like in general, like if you think, I mean, you can save your money for two, three months and just buy it.
0: But correct. Okay, so now I'm a math person. So with me being that math guy, of course I'm gonna sit here and say, you know what, something, something ain't adding up, and. So, I mean, it, it's so many people that have said, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the math of it, and show you that it's not a Ponzi scheme." And I'm like, "Okay, well, show me." And nobody's been able to show me yet. So I, I did some research. I went ahead and looked at it, and they was like, "Oh, it's not a blessing circle. It's a susu, which is pretty much the same thing." So I was I was going to read. <laughs> This is something I got off of one of the government sites that talks about like schemes and different um, things that could actually get you messed up, uh, uh, Bernie Madoff. That's how he ended up getting 150 years in jail, bro. Right? like <laughs> off of a Ponzi scheme. So it says a Ponzi scheme is closely related to a pyramid because it revolves around continuous recruiting. But in a Ponzi scheme, the promoter generally generally has no product to sell and pays no commission to investors who recruit new members. Uh, Instead, the promoter collects payments from a stream of people, promising them all the same high rate of return on a short-term investment. The typical Ponzi scheme, uh, in the typical Ponzi scheme, there is no real investment opportunity and the promoter just uses the money from new recruits to pay obligations owed to longer standing members of the program. In English, there is an expression that nicely summarizes it. It's called stealing from Peter to pay Paul. In fact, sounds like Texas. Huh? It sounds like Texas. Yeah. So, in some <laughs> law enforcement, uh, in, in, in fact, some law enforcement officers call Ponzi schemes Peter Paul schemes, Peter Paul scams. Uh, many of you may be familiar with Ponzi schemes reported in the International Financial News. For example, the Triple M fund in Russia, which issued investor shares of stock and suddenly collapsed in '94, was characterized as a Ponzi scheme. So, <clears throat> in the long run, if you are in a blessing circle or a blessing loan, somebody's going to lose money. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's gonna be you that loses money, but somebody gonna lose that money, dog. Like it, it's, it, it's inevitable, bro. Like it's, it's, and I mean, and I mean, even if you don't lose money, if you do, like what they said, and you have it to where, you have it to where you say, okay, well, I'm not losing money because we locked our circle and we're just reinvesting. Somebody's not getting the same amount of money that everybody else is getting, and somebody's getting that same like they're getting the the highest uh, amount of money that everybody else is getting. So, Bernie Madoff did the same thing, and he did it for decades, bro. Decades.
1: Yeah. And I I just think that it don't he do not to me I don't think it evens out where whatever you're putting in you're getting more back in a sense. Like right. I don't think it it. It doesn't help you because you're pretty much investing in yourself. Because if you think, even if you go, let's just say you put two hundred in a pot every in for two months, that's four hundred dollars. So now, say it's not your turn. So now you got to wait again. So now you're gonna put in another four hundred dollars in the next two months, which means if it's your turn, then what's in the pot is eight hundred bucks. So you're just getting your same money back. So, in a sense, it doesn't it doesn't make sense unless if y'all y'all time. are actually pooling to do something.
0: So, if like your, if
1: y'all are, if y'all, are,
0: huh? If you get your turn.
1: Well, no. What I'm saying is that unless y'all are pooling for something, let's say we all got into a, in a blessing circle in a sense to pool to do something with the money, rather than say hey, we're, we're pooling for you to get this $800, dollars or are pooling for the next person. We're pooling because we're going to use this money to benefit this. Like, we all got into a business plan. What I'm saying is, like, if we all in a business, let's say let's, the eight of us, right? Let's yeah. just say there's eight of us. And the eight of us want to start a business. Then us pooling our money together then makes sense because we're pulling it together out of, our, out of our, let's just say our monthly, to put aside and say, all right, once we get to this, we're gonna start this with our business. Once we get to right. this, we're gonna start this with our business. Then it makes sense because we're pooling all together for the same thing versus if we're individually trying to do something, it doesn't make sense in that circle.
0: Right. Now, okay, so how I look at it, <clears throat> I, told, I told somebody, oh, matter of fact, me and, My homegirl, Veronica, she, uh, we call each other freshman brother and freshman sister in the hundred. She got on there with me. She works for an investment company and this chick who she was, I don't know. She was somehow my friend. I don't even know how she was my friend, but she was from Palm beach and she was like, Oh, we help people. Um, get out of financial situations and we make more money than 95% of uh, the working class in America. So we like, okay, well, do you report it? Can you report it in taxes? And she was like, "No, nah, I don't report it on my taxes. This is a side hustle. So I'm like, wait, what? So, okay. Making so making that much money and you ain't report? So that's, and that's what Veronica says. So Veronica said, okay, well, if if you're making more than 95% of the the working class in America, then that means that you're making more than $10,000, which is the amount that that's the cap of how much the IRS says that you can make without you having to report it. So, <clears throat> so therefore what she did was she went ahead and was like, yeah, this is uh, how it works and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, bro, I know people like you. You a scammer. You sell people this dream and you try to make people feel like they just gonna make all this money and then you gonna get most of the money out of this deal and nobody else ain't. And Like she, that green
1: card scan. That huh? green car scan. Like that green dot scan they had gone.
0: Yeah, so it, it's like, bro, like,
1: okay. Give me your 200, i turn it into 2,000 right now.
0: Exactly, so it's like, bro, I, I already know. <laughs> How that works, and you you praying on you're praying on the people who are unstable and who don't have money. So <clears throat> if you come at them with a with a, uh, a too good to be cr- true type uh, scheme, they're gonna try to go for it. Like,
1: and they always come out at the time where people gonna have a little bit of money who usually don't around tax time, and definitely once the stimulus package hit, guarantee your DMs gonna start blowing
0: up with these random people. Exactly, so it was just like, it was like, bro, like, come on now. So she's just going off and she cussing us out, and I'm like, dude, like, it don't take all that. <laughs> so, so, why she, you mad huh? you because your hustle
1: is wrong, it's not a good thing? Like, uh, listen, I get mad at somebody listen, else because your hustle ain't right.
0: Listen, them scammers was on my thread like crazy, they was like. I, I guarantee they was probably trying to set me up. They was like, where this dude stay at, cause we're gonna get him. <laughs> so but yeah man, Hey like, they're gonna they you gonna walk outside and see spray
1: paint on your house. Scammer lives matter,
0: man. Right, scammer lives matter. Scammer lives. <laughs> they're gonna be right outside my front porch just talking about scammer live. <laughs> no, it's crazy though. It, it's it's sickening though. It's like bro, why why would you sit here and why would you why would you be uh Advocating for this type of stuff, but I mean, dog, it's crazy because um my wife, her, one of her people, she, she, uh she said she jumped in too, and like, dog, like, you, you, y'all don't feel, y'all don't feel no type Wait, of. Can I get you, um, charger hey, Judith, you on charger real quick? Hey, mute bro. Mute uh-huh. <laughs> bro. Huh? Muted, bro. How you gonna have that in the podcast,
1: man? <laughs> what you mean, man? Look, dude, this is real <laughs> life, man. This what happens.
0: Okay, phone died. Need to charge that's I feel you. That's why you got to make sure that's on the charger from the get go. Well, it's not my actual needed phone. It's just my
1: side phone, so I can be able to comment on Facebook while we talk.
0: Uh, okay, so um. It's 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 crazy actually, man. You got people that's out here that's uh that's scamming and trying to make it seem like it's it's a lucrative deal. And I mean listen, if you doing if you're doing those blessing circles, man, and you feel like you're making money more power to you. But what listen, said, man, you,
1: if
0: you got if you out here, if you out here
1: doing Jay-Z numbers, man, I ain't gonna bother you. Do what you gotta do, man. Just 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 don't just don't do people wrong to try to come up.
0: All I told them was to stay safe. <laughs> I look, I look, look at him, man. Just stay safe. If if that's how you feel, just go ahead and just make sure that you stay safe, man. I'm, I look at it like this. Let's go ahead and do it where you can take it, take the money that you have, put it in a put it in a pool, and go buy a property or buy some land or buy LLC and start a business or start a, uh, one of my uh, homeboys that I grew up with, they started a nonprofit, do that. That's how you- That's
1: what I was saying, like doing stuff like that where you get into a group of people who have the same mindset, like we're pooling for something together, where, you know, hey, let's go buy the block. Like, you know, the land over here is absolutely cheap. So let's, let's pool together. For three, you know, three to six months, and let's go buy it. So, like stuff like that, to me, makes sense.
0: Okay, so the other thing that I hated about it was the what she said. What the chick said was, she was like, um, "You can't, you can't help black people." Right. Uh, somebody said it only costs a hundred dollars to start an LLC, and that's completely correct. Like, it don't take that much. So the chick was like uh, you can't tell black people, nothing. Um, what did she say? Uh, other races, other races, uh, do this where they, they circulate the money, uh, so many times before it leaves their community and all that. But it's like, okay. So I guarantee if they did start a, a a Susu blessing circle, blessing loom, you drama club, uh, Put Our Money Together Club, whatever, whatever it's called, whatever you named it, it's, it really is not new. This is something that's been going on for a minute. However, um, like when, when you look at it out, it's, it's, it's crazy because a lot of these races do have it where, or a lot of these ethnic groups, I should say, uh, they do go ahead and they let that circulate time and time again. They let it circulate time okay. and time again, and then when they finally do let it uh, leave the community, they already uh, got a whole bunch of money in the bank. <laughs> but exactly. what I think that they're doing is they're doing it the legit way. Well, not everybody, but for the most part, they taking their money, they putting it in a they putting it in a pot, but they taking it so that they can build uh, build a building, have some something that appreciates and value. A blessing circle doesn't appreciate in value. That money stays where it's at, doesn't move. Only thing it does is just go from hand to hand. And then you gotta right. keep putting money in for it to go hand to hand. If it doesn't, if you don't put the money in, then it's not gonna work. However, you can put the money in on a uh, on a, on a, a um, investment, uh, a, a stock market investment, and that can rise. Like that money can rise. You gotta put even because
1: like even if y'all let's just say we you know it's like twenty five hundred for you to start like a money market account, which is gonna do nothing but build interest. So you take twenty five. Let's say hey, boom, out of the four to five to six, whatever number that it is. Hey, let's get this twenty. This hit this market is twenty five hundred, and then every month of that, each of us put in whatever number you set. Now yeah. you're setting something that's gonna make more money on the back end. And, you know, we talking what five years sitting there just accruing interest. Now you, finish, you, you you can do something more with that money than you was actually, you know, maybe even anticipating doing with. And like that kind of mindset of pooling or whatever you want to name it, less circle makes more sense. Because now you can say, all right, we put 2,500 in five years from now, that could be 25,000. So we're looking at that as,
0: huh? I know it was gonna be that much, but I get what
1: well, you're saying. I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm just. In the, you mean you should you catch the right interest, and you know, you I mean, keep throwing that money in there.
0: Now it can. But, now it can work like that if you do a business that becomes lucrative. Um, find out what the market is. It's it's uh some kids that's here now. Some college kids that's in, in town now that they started their own um, lemonade stand they built up enough money from the lemonade stand and now they got their fry Oreo stand. So it's like, bro, your money can make money, but you just gotta do the work.
1: And you gotta invest, right? That's the biggest thing. that's the biggest thing that never really gets taught in the black community is how to invest. So, and I think, look, um, listen, whenever I'm talking to a bunch of like, cause like what I, what I do for work, um, I'm always talking to business, business owners and, right. and like, every time I'm talking to them, they're not even just talking about the business that they have with us. Right. They're talking, he, he, he always talking about what I'm about to do next, what I'm about to invest in next. Right. Because they, they, they know that if I just keep money in my pocket, it doesn't do anything for me. So they'll, they they've already set in their mind that once I make whatever I make from here, it's going straight into the next thing right (laughs) so um yeah so like i feel like if you're going to do something that even resembles (laughs) this this blessing circle please make sure it's an actual investment and you're not investing in someone else's pocket and it can be like an inch uh an account that that you all have the same mindset that you want to do with the money right so Stay away from these blessing circles or Ponzi schemes or, tr- or pyramid, whatever they want to call it, or they may want to call it your mama's pocketbook. Who cares? Just don't do them, man. They it, it, it um, it's not lucrative for the for the um especially if it's one that's been around for a while and you realize you just came in on the back end. Just believe you're just the person that's paying the person in the middle. So.
0: Yeah. But yeah, dog, like um uh, I've been I, I pretty much been talking. My my mom was up here helping uh, me and my wife out with with our uh our new son and um just <laughs> just talking with her and, and my wife, just, just talking about it like bro, like I told my wife, dog don't do that. Like don't please don't he going to come to me with that, and she was already like, "Nah, we we good." And so <laughs> thank God I got me a, a like-minded person that I'm 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 uh, attached to for the rest of my life, because uh, you don't want nobody who 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 gonna sit here and just make make it to where it's gonna be just about trying to make that quick money. And right. people on my timeline, they be talking about. Um, shoot, I just made $3,400 by putting in $100 and then you'll have like 30 people that be like, sign me up sign me up and they be like, yep and all they did was just throw that hook out there and now they're Yep.
1: and now somebody else finna come on their timeline because they finna get they they, they really finna get their $3,400 exactly so the other 25 people that was dumb enough to say sign me up for their hundred,
0: just paid buddy right so I mean, it, it 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 all boils down to being smart with your money. Yes, you may may as well, you you might get a, a a a huge return, but in the long run, if you're coming in on the back end, you're not you're not getting as much money as the person who's promising you that. That person who started that blessing loan, they cashing out, big time. They mm-hmm. cashing mm-hmm. out, and it can be your cash family. out. Listen, they
1: cash out lit. Give me.
0: <laughs> Listen, it can be your family. It can be all of that. Um. So, Malik said, "When you look at it, it's only broke people doing it. Like, what? What rich person be relying on this? I I don't know any rich person. Well, no. Matter of fact, Malik, actually, rich people have been uh caught up in these Ponzi schemes. That Bernie Madoff. Um, that was the most recent one that I know of. Um, that was like huge, and Bernie Madoff took. What, what it, 50, 50 something billion? From people like they, and fifth, like, dog, like billions. <laughs> and, so, and then when they caught up with him, when they finally understood what was going on, like, he only had like a few hundred million left. So, what happened to all that money? Like, dog, like, My dog didn't live his best life. Dude, this man. He was what the nasdaq he was one of the the founding members of the NASdaq. I can't remember what it was I, I I did some research on it, but I can't remember, but he was like one of the the big wigs in in the stock market in the stock exchange, and he was like trusted so everybody was like, well shoot he he over the stock exchange he over all this in in the stock in the stock market and all that shoot let hey. me trust him with my money." Hey. And he was taking the money. He was, he was taking the new money and giving it to the old people, the, the people who had invested with him first so that they could uh, wet their beak and be cool with it. So as soon as he wet their beak, then they like, okay, well, shoot, he made me my money. Let me go ahead and give him more. And let me keep giving more. And let me keep giving more. And let me keep giving more. And that's how it turns into 50-something billion dollars gone. And all he's doing is reaping the benefits, him and his family. And what's crazy is yep. his family didn't even realize that he was doing that. Like his... Uh, so his family
1: was about as dumb as dude from Breaking Bad,
0: huh? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> they was actually working for him. See, dude in Breaking Bad, he was just doing it out to the side. Bernie Madoff had his sons <laughs> working for him. His daughter was working for him. Uh, one of his sons killed himself after it happened. Killed
1: himself. Like how they don't know? That's so. all
0: no, no, no! It, it, after it happened because he, if you, it, it's um, if you look on um, if you look on HBO, if you got HBO Max or, um, uh, I guess I'm giving them a shameless plug. Don't, they ain't paying me, but if you look on HBO, um, there's an actual uh, HBO movie about Bernie Madoff and how the situation happened. And he told them right before, um, like the feds came and got him, uh, he told his family, like, look, uh, I've been I've been dishonest um, and pretty much I'm about to go to jail. I took so many billions of dollars from these people and I don't have any money to give to them. What he was trying to do was trying to go ahead and set up his family so that they can go ahead and be like well off while he was still in prison. But he ain't had the money. He had to pay a lot of people back and everybody who invested still ain't get all their money back. Wow. Oh, no, What
1: probably happened was he was he put his money into um put into one of those doggone stock things and then they come out the way he thought it was, he could have ended up losing it up. No, 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 I don't think he was doing that.
0: I think he was just
1: taking money. He was he... if I if I if I was in the stock market and I knew the stock market like somebody like Kim Wood, like you can make a lot of money. You can turn, especially if you got if you got that kind of money, you know, to get, to push it out. Cause like just recently um bitcoin just went from nine thousand to eleven thousand. Yeah. so so if you if you go from if you had that kind of money and you bought let's just say 20 of the bitcoin you could have flipped that money just like that oh and so what? It's, it's that's why i don't understand like he had a way of cleaning his money in a sense and he didn't
0: Oh no, he cleaned it, he cleaned it through, he had a, he had an actual investment company. Like, it was like the Bernie Madoff investment uh, partners or whatever it was called. Look at it, it's, it's the movie called like The Wizard of Lies or something. But um, yeah, it, it's, that's essentially what these blessing looms are. You taking the person in the middle is taking that money and he's putting it back into the circle and it it all revolves around you keep putting that money in there and uh, shoot. <laughs> I shoot. my cousin told me he said he he dropped fourteen hundred and made like thirteen thousand and I was like well, show me the show me the formula how you made that show me the alg- algorithm that sh- that tells me that that's not a uh, a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> show me. Well, really? I'm
1: saying if you're willing to drop that kind of money, why not? learn the stock market. It's the same concept. But with this, you actually own something. So, like, if you're, if you're willing to invest in something... Can't you write it? Huh? Yeah. My people, my people. I don't know. I just, I just feel like you can do so much more. like, so much more. If, you, if you can... Because, I mean, I feel like if you're going to sit at home... And do something like that why not do it with somewhere where it's like legit like, right <laughs> it's like i don't know
0: nah, it, it, it's 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 weird to me you know but we got to move on bro yep kanye west kanye to the mother west kanye west huh so Kanye, and some people going to disagree with me. I'm going to put this disclaimer out there now. And it's been a minute because a lot of stuff has been uh, building up and we haven't been able to jump on as we like to. Uh, but Kanye said that Harriet Tubman didn't really free the slaves, she just moved them to where they just worked for other white people. And in a sense, he could have said it in a different way. But from my perspective, from how I see it, and I mean, she did free the slaves. However, when they got to the North, a lot of them, in order to make a decent living, because the North wasn't much better than the South. Like the North was, they had free uh, slaves, but... Yeah, and then when they signed the Fugitive Slave Act, uh, a slave catcher can come north and and come and recapture you and take you back, and chances are you was gonna lose a limb. But
1: uh, but I mean I I but I think the fact that I think he missed the mark for me. I think he missed the mark for me when he could have just said she she did free the slaves, but she just still had been working for just another master. Like if he said that like that, but for for him to say that she didn't actually feed the slaves. Because like to me, I feel like I'm free if I go from an option to work for someone versus having to get my butt whipped and work for someone. I'm free from that. So yes, to me, I think, yes, she freed them because I mean, without them, if they would stay where they were, they would have been way worse off. I mean, like, there's no comparison to where they were to where they went. So, in a sense, he she freed them from that kind of sense and that kind of mindset, like being in there. Because you got to think, they wasn't just making them slaves by work; they was making them slaves by mentality, by you know, generational things. Right? so she freed them from that because that's the stuff that they had access to up north they would never have access to south. So to me, if he did the actual, if he actually did some kind of his, like looked in the history somewhat, he would have never made that statement because she, she she put them in a position to make more of themselves than they would ever had, to, had available being in the South.
0: So how I look at it is, it's almost like that lesser of two evils talk that everybody's pretty much saying now with, uh, with Biden and Trump. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, on one hand you have it this way, but then on the other hand, you still have it a certain kind of way where it's not gonna be favorable uh, 100% to you. Um, I look at it like this with the great migration um, that happened in a period of time with the industrial revolution and how people were moving from the South to the North because of how conditions were in the South. And I mean, yeah, the South had it where you're in rural areas and you had the Klan and you have other races that's like continuously harassing you. But then I look at it where those same people moved up North to Detroit, to Chicago, to uh, Indiana, to Ohio, to New York to all those places. And in a sense, it, it kind of put black people in the same predicament. Cause like, dude, like and this is all just my opinion. If it's something that you might not agree with, go ahead, tell us in the comment, go ahead, tell us uh, in a message. But this is this is how I see it. When those people moved from the South to the North, they didn't necessarily leave a bad situation because they ended up, well, they, they left a bad situation, but they they went and got into a, another bad situation because now you leave from where you're living, maybe in a small cabin to a smaller apartment and you're on top of each other. And now you have that mentality of like, you you're depressed because now you're in a confined space and you you sit in here with all these people, you got the projects, all those uh, projects that they built up and they turned into slums. And with them turning into slums, that's when all the drugs started pumping through there and now you stand in a a horrible neighborhood. Like, bro, like... Right. I
1: mean, and and I think that like, if you fast forward, to now, we can look at that and say, like you know, with with hindsight, of course. But when I don't believe Ro- when Rosa brought them there, that's what she thought the North was going to be because it showed more promise.
0: It so Harry. it was Harry, not Rosa.
1: I'm sorry, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Rosa just sat out that she did what she needed to do. Okay, I love you, Rosa. Anyway, oh, Harry, well, when you Harry, she you, <laughs> you know, but sit so, All right, really. Anyway, um yeah, but when Harriet brought them there, I don't think she brought them with the mindset of, hey, we're going to get here. They're going to make where we stay the projects. She was, in her mind, she was like, we had, to, we had to pull our people away from people who did not even, Confederates, let's just be real, who did not want, who were just using you as property to people where you can actually go work and do a wage. Because, right. I mean, like, you can actually do something for yourself. Right. Versus what was happening in the South, you were just working. You stayed on master land, and you were just working for him, and you was pretty much an ox. So it, even they, they feed the ox too.
0: So yeah. in the sense, in the sense, like North, and you still stand on master land, and they give you the jobs that they want you to have. Because shoot, in New York, what you couldn't even. You, a lot of them people was the entertainment in them nightclubs and they couldn't eat in the same uh, area. They couldn't even walk through the front door in them same places that they was gonna just shut down. Like, they finna go turn the party out and you can't even walk through the front door, dog? You gotta go to the back? Simply because of your skin color? Right. And it's crazy because, like you said, it's it's hindsight, but I don't know. I think a a lot of people, I know James Baldwin, he moved out of the country so he when he moved out of the country he said that he didn't he no longer really had that fear of having to deal with the police or with anybody of that matter simply because of the the color of his skin and that's wild bro like shoot even what 50 60 70 shoot uh, almost 200 it, 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 it haven't even been 200 years since slavery and You got that same mentality where I, shoot, sometimes I get butterflies when the police get behind me. I'll jump into the next lane because of what happened. So, I mean, Kanye, he he said it. Kanye says a lot of stuff that people are just mad at him simply because he wore that Make America Great Again hat. And a lot of people don't necessarily agree with that. So therefore, anything that comes out of his mouth, whether it be the truth or whether it be an opinion or even a, a fact, they're just not gonna accept it simply because it's him. And um, shoot, he made. I, I was listening to one of his interviews one time and he made a great point. He was like, dude, like the Democrats dictate how black people should think in America. And I'm not necessarily saying that the Republicans are are any better. But what I'm saying is is that we should have our own party to where we can say, okay, which party is going to necessarily, like, um, cater to us? Not pander, but cater. Like, make sure that we're going to be straight. Like, we technically, um, technically, they don't really even consider us as citizens even though he was born here but our ancestors came here as as, uh, enslaved people so he was saying like how the culture has made us uh fall in line with what the democrats want and the democrats are the ones that are are advocates of uh planned parenthood and planned parenthood was to keep the black community down if you look up eugenics um that talks about how they were trying to keep america as white as possible and they were trying to like uh sterilize black people and like make sure that um the only the only people that were reproducing them were white people and like a certain type of white people not even uh all white people so yeah it is right. crazy huh right no no i get you and, right.
1: and- yeah, I, I
0: think yeah go ahead, go ahead. The fact that they were trying to sterilize everybody it, it, it it's crazy. Like it's it's wild to even think that you you have all of that type of stuff and it's been the hidden agenda for the longest. Um shoot, welfare. Um, not not even welfare, certain certain government assistant uh, government assistance programs that could be used for Pretty much everybody, they don't want you to have, if you, shoot, certain certain uh, housing um, programs that they have for the government, a woman can't even have a man staying in the house with her uh, in order for her to get funding. Like if a man stay in the house, they gonna lose funding.
1: Right, and I think that was, to me, I think that's the, to me, it should be the biggest red flag to, to anyone that takes it because i mean honestly they, they they target low income which majority of low income is probably i don't say majority of income is black people but we have a lot of our people that are in low income yeah. only because of the the numbers of how many black people are here how many white people are here you're going to have more white people in low in- income because of the numbers but yeah i mean it was targeting us i believe it did target us when Especially like you know, nineteen eighties, nineties, it was targeted in black in yeah. black areas because like the, I mean honestly, most of the Democrats that even started, even if you go further back, Democrats were the uh, in a sense the racist group.
0: Yeah. Um, but um, the, KKK, but I was the KKK, what they did was they rebranded themselves and put themselves in the Republican Party. This was around, right, right. of course. I think the late 70s, early 80s, they rebranded themselves and they were like, they didn't want to, they didn't want to have that stigma of them being those racists that ride on horses with sheets. And they started changing that, that brand to where they were the racists who had on uh, suits and ties. And they weren't necessarily killing people up front, but they were doing it uh, systematically and
1: systemically. So, that's why I, I don't take people like Candice serious because she she's trying to denounce the whole systematic racism to yeah. prove a point. And to me, I'm like, you can't prove a point and then still use Democrats as the people that's trying to hold people down because then you're still you're still saying that there is systematic racism. You can't like you can't you slapping yourself with the other hand to me, because it's like you're saying, there is no systematic racism. The Democrats have been the people who've been trying to hold the black people down. Wait, what? So it is or it isn't?
0: I get you. No, I definitely understand. Um, And that's out there, it's it's weird, because she just, I don't know. She just, like, I don't know. But like, it's weird, because she comes from what, New England, like up there in Connecticut, somewhere? And shoot, that area probably got some of the most racist people in the world.
1: <laughs> I mean, apparently she needed she needed the NCAA P at one point.
0: Yeah, she needed,
1: uh, not NCAA, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, NCAA. I said, no, I thought I said, I thought I said NCAA. did I just say You know what? Bump, it's too many letters. Okay. They needed the Black Corporation to help out.
0: Yeah, she she needed him, and yeah, but I don't know, dog. Is it, she's an idiot? Kanye says some stuff that <laughs> is, is insightful, <inciting.
1: laughs> uh, but yeah, but see, I think Kanye makes it hard to to like take him serious because of the the wow statements that he makes. Yeah, you can't come out and say stuff like, uh, uh or do stuff like, oh, I'm gonna get in a room with Trump. Like, if you would have came out and said, hey, hey, you know, even if he just made an announcement, hey, I'm finna get in a room with Trump, but I'm not in the room to, you know, do this and do this. I'm in the room to give us a voice. No, is- or, You know, something like that to, to say, hey, I'm in here to, you know, boom, I'm in here to give us a voice. But you came out rocking your hat, saying why Trump is the dude and like, like you can't, you can't, just like to me, I think you can't go to a center and just start preaching the Bible. You got you to gotta build some kind of rapport. Like and yeah. you can't just jump out and say, Jesus, this, Jesus, that. They're going to be like, oh, you're just trying to judge me. Like, you have to at some point say, all right, I understand what you're going through. Let me, let me put my, let me get my people on the, on the table. Right. And to do that, you have to have the people behind you. You can't, you can't just assume that everybody's online or understand why you're doing something without even actually saying it. Cause it's right. like slapping somebody in the face and then coming back later and saying, "Hey, let me tell you why I slapped you." Like, no, now I don't want to talk about it.
0: Right? No, it, <laughs> I get it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's probably one of my favorite entertainers since he came out. I've probably liked every Kanye West album except for that one, Jesus.
1: <laughs> What's
0: good that one? Gotta skip that one. Huh? huh? So he could have skipped that one, huh? Yeah, he could have skipped that one. Um but yeah, I mean he he is clearly something wrong with him uh mentally and it, it shows at times. But I mean he human, so I, I can't necessarily say that I hate him for his 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 logic. Some stuff he said does uh, ruffle some feathers. That's- or <laughs> something that makes sense. Yeah, some stuff he says makes sense, though I can't I can't necessarily uh like just kind of all bad for that. I mean, it, it's it's just that's how it goes sometimes. I mean, and then cancel culture is so whack cuz somebody could have said something 20 years ago and then they'll get canceled. If I say anything about the LGBT community, uh I'll be canceled. Shoot, talk yep, that talk. Nobody get no more barbecue. No more barbecue. No more tutoring. No more talk that talk. None of that. And I mean, it, it. Everybody has their own views. If I'm not coming out and saying kill everybody, then I don't think that. Um, I don't think that people should be canceled. If if that's not if if that's not the case, there's like a blatant like. I want to make sure that everybody's off the face of the earth. That's a certain way, or this or that certain color or certain then then yeah i get that then maybe yeah maybe right. you need to go ahead and see about getting you up out of here or somebody who's saying that they um is they don't have a problem with people getting raped or whatever the case may be right but right.
1: i just think like you shouldn't be extreme Like i don't think you could ever be too far you shouldn't be either too far left or too far right Because there's certain things that you can be conservative about, certain things you can be liberal about. Like I mean, because it's certain like, but if you're just far like to me, like that's why I feel like Bernie wasn't a good choice. He was just so far left that he didn't really want to hear anything from the right side. So and to me, Trump is so far right, it makes it hard to deal with him because he really don't want to hear anything from the left side.
0: Trump is pandering those racist white people, and that's how he won.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's to me. Trump, he, did, he did exactly. He did exactly what Obama did, but he used <laughs> racist white people to do it. it Trump, Obama went to the to the hoods. He went and got all the he got all the, the, the um black people we looked up to. He, um, he he got all those people that was never gonna vote. He finally got them to vote. And hey, that's the show, <laughs> right, and he it showed it showed in the um. When um Trump ran because it showed like six hundred thousand black people who did, who voted when Obama got in didn't vote in in Miami. Yeah. Like, that's that's a staggering number, dude. Like six hundred thousand people that that's voted for when he got it. Like it's crazy. That's because they ain't trust Hillary. What, which I mean I get that. <laughs> yes, sir. Service announcement <laughs> public service announcement. But um but yeah, I I mean, I guess he did a good job of discrediting Hillary. But I guess if you look at it, she, her con her contacts with Bill makes it hard to trust her too.
0: Correct. But I mean, yeah, dog, like it's wild. I mean, speaking of, and, and Trump and all of that. the boy Ron DeSantis. Is probably the dumbest politician. That I, no, I, I'm sorry. Behind Trump. And I mean, it, it's crazy because you have people that will hard down follow these people to death. And like, again, how dumb or stupid they sound. No, nah, Herman Cain, for instance, he following that Republican mindset of this is a hoax and uh whatever whatever dude look at how it's working you say okay it's a hoax and blah 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 and i'm not gonna wear no mask because i have my freedom and yeah i get that I... listen i'm free too however i have a family that i have to worry about and i want to i mean, want to no. be here for them i want them to be here and i want i mean dog like it it there's no reason for us to sit here and and try to determine if it's a hoax or not. I know people personally who have died from uh this virus, dog. Like it's it's no joke. I mean, I, we stay freaked oh, up. Man. I was in the hospital with pneumonia. I seen people with it.
1: Yeah. Hearing them cough, hearing them wheezing, like, bro, it's like, and whether they were wearing a mask or not, I don't know. But I do know this, that when those doctors come in that room, they are in full little like tactical gear. They're not even, they don't, they don't even touch you. Like <laughs> they got a glove for a glove for a glove. Like when you see them taking all the gloves, they're like, you. Cause like when I take it serious, man, like take it, as serious. As possible, man. Because no, all it is, you got, I mean, honestly, if you got any underlying respiratory issues, it's a good chance it's gonna either, it's either one gonna take you out, well, or it's two, be- make it so severe that you're not gonna be able to live the same.
0: Like, you're uh, just not. And that's why I am like, I'm prayed up, bro. Like, I'd be praying about this, John, like, just die, like, take it away and you know, if, if you don't wanna take it away right now, just keep me and my family covered cause shoot, I got asthma. So, and I had asthma all my life and it, 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 it's not necessarily a scary thing but I, I make sure I take the precautions that I need to take in order for me to live in order for my family to live. I, I mean, I just had a son so I, I wanna be here to see him go to his first day of school, see him graduating high school, college, uh, doing whatever he do for his profession, getting married, him having kids, and whatever he the case going to be there for the next 40, 60 years. Bro, I don't want to sit here and be up out of here. No time soon. I got too many people right. who I can see in the last few months that's just died. and I mean, it, I have people who have died from. Uh, Covid. I, I seen people that's done died from from um, from violence. I have seen people that's done died from, from cancer. All of that stuff from heart attack. One of my other classmates just died not too long ago, and it's like, bruh. So I mean, you gotta you gotta be careful out here. And it's like, dude, like, okay. So back to Ron DeSantis. Dude said that he's gonna go ahead and open up schools. All schools need to open up before the end of August. And if you don't open up, we're gonna. They threatening to. Um, they threatening to go ahead and defund the school. And bro, I'm a teacher, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm looking at this situation like, dude, like, one, okay, so the, in, in in Tallahassee, they tried to go ahead and what did they say they was gonna do? They was gonna make it to where it's only two class periods a day, and in that class period. Um, I guess you're supposed to be teaching them whatever the case. And then between those two class periods, then you have lunch. But how I'm looking at it is, okay, you got all of these people. You got, for instance, the school I work at is about 600 kids. You got 600 kids in a uh, a small confined building. Uh, out of each of those uh, classrooms, you may have about 15 to 20 kids in each class. And they are in a small, confined space. Like, those classrooms ain't huge. So it's like, right. you're not going to have it to where those kids are going to always be six feet apart. And on top of that, you're going to have kids that's going to take off their mask. You're going to have kids that's going to be playing around and not taking it seriously. Oh, I'm going to give you COVID and da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, bro, it, it's going to be nerve-wracking for a lot of teachers because, yeah, and I mean, it, it, even then, now they, like, saying, okay, kids can have the option of uh, staying home or going to the school. And it's like, dude, like, I don't know, it – they don't even have a plan of how it should work. They just like open school back up. Meanwhile- So for- like if every, if
1: every kid decides to stay home, why are your schools open?
0: Because they don't, no, they don't have a plan. Dude, like America is the only, like, America's so cocky, bruh, it, 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 that's usually gonna be, well, it, that's gonna ultimately be the fall. Like what what the Bible says? I mean, right. The other country could just sit back and wait till we die out, right? Right. But the Bible says, I mean, the pride comes before a fall, bro. Like, so America's so prideful, dog, and that that's just that's every ethnicity, every uh race that's in America. They're so prideful. Like, it's is never gonna be, not to not to how I see it. It's never gonna be any reconciliation because everybody think they're right. And if everybody thinks they're right and nobody thinks that they're wrong, then... And I mean, you got some white people who, who try to, like, empathize and sympathize with us. But a handful of people versus a majority of other people, they don't. The, the, the majority usually don't care because it's not anything that really bothers them. It doesn't affect them. Right. So they're not going to care. And they're going to think that they're right. Um, I looked at, um, what was that? It was, it was a, a meme that talked about the, the Disney movie, Pocahontas, and how they made the, uh, the natives look like the enemies, and they made the, the settlers in the, made
1: that them was, them. uh, Road to El Dorado. That was Road to El Dorado? Road to El Dorado. <laughs> how, you about how you made us sympathize with the colonizers?
0: yeah. Like, dude, like, they came and killed all these people, but we supposed to be like, I was talking to my uh, my wife about Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus came and, and, and like murdered people. It's not even funny. It's the fact that that
1: when you say it, it makes it seems like so much worse. Like we glorified the fact that this guy came and killed, and destroy, right. yeah, right, and destroy these people. And they did the same thing that they and you can tell what their strategy is. Like these people were self-defying, and to make them more to make them more like dependent on for them, they killed their buffalo. And it was like you understand, like you 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 were glorifying somebody who killed the whole nation, and then. Buffalo create this dude. He gave this dude a holiday. <laughs> and nah. we get mad because we didn't we get mad because the truth, now that the truth is here and we're in this cancel culture. And now that he's getting canceled because of how negative he was, it's oh that's our history. You know, like bro, like doesn't mean it was good. Like, you know, back in the day the law was we wasn't, we were property. Doesn't mean the law was right.
0: Right. Just because it's a law doesn't mean it's right. Yeah, it's crazy because Christopher Columbus had us calling the native people Indians up until recently. Like, up until the last 20 years, we had been calling them Indians. And this is nowhere near India. <laughs> so, And then they said that he discovered America. <laughs> <laughs> and There was already people here. <laughs> no, that's he like it now. for the Europeans, is what he did. Now, let, me, let me see. Let me see about coming to your house. It's coming in there, and me and Katie and, and, and LJ, we just go ahead and just set up camp. We move into you room and be like, Oh, we discovered this. And y'all be like, But this is our house. And we just don't acknowledge what y'all talking about. I just say, hey, Katie, you see how we discovered this house? You see how you discovered this? Hey, man? about to go to the bank and discover somebody else's account. Like,
1: you know what okay, I Discover somebody else. I didn't discover this person got way more money than me.
0: <laughs> you know what's crazy is, uh, it, like, Africans were over here before they were. um, And then, shoot, the natives came uh, to this land before before all of that. So it's like, dude, like, how you going to sit here and discover something? But it was already there. It was already people here. And y'all killed everybody. Yeah,
1: right. I mean, but you, you call them natives and then tell them that this is not their land. Could you, could you imagine me saying, hey, man, it's Jeremy House, but i stay here. Like, how you gonna call it what it is and then tell them it's not their land? Like, that's, I, think
0: bigger, I think it's a bigger slap in the face simply because um, those same people like they name, they name different like cities and uh, uh, counties and lakes and shoot, even some states are named after these um, these tribes. And then these tribes don't even have a stake in it, <laughs> like, shoot, uh, and Tuscaloosa. Illinois. I think, like, what? The Seminoles own that name, but do they own, like, land anywhere? Like, a lot of land? Other than, like, a, a certain territory I mean, that got cut out? I from- mean, I
1: don't know. I think they probably own, like, portions. Like, because, I mean, they were virtually one of the first to get reparations, because I'm pretty sure they own, they, they own something. I don't know how much or how big or whatever, but...
0: Because Florida State got to pay them for that name. But um, yeah, no, that it's, it's it's wild, and I don't know. But the the schools opening back up is is weird. Sports starting back up is weird for me. I think the, it is. the most responsible, most responsible response to um to COVID with sports was basketball. Basketball said NBA said okay if y'all want to start back up. We have to have a central location where everybody can come and everybody's going to be here. And if you leave, then you have to quarantine for a certain amount of days before you can re enter this bubble. Because if you, uh, <laughs> huh? No, no, I said like that.
1: I just felt like Florida was the worst place to choose.
0: It was, but it, it, it's, I think with Florida, because you got the uh, Wild World Sports down there in Orlando. um, I think that was the reason why I said that, that, that it was in that area. You could probably have like the resorts shut down like one of the resorts and had the, uh, the players stay there um, in the time being of the rest of the season being played. Out.
1: But I mean, it makes sense because nobody really was trying to stay in these bigger hotels here
0: anyway. But in the NFL – It's like, oh, we're going to just play. We're just going to have a season. They didn't, I don't even think they really even had a plan. They were just like, look, we're going to lose a lot of money if we don't have a season.
1: Yeah, everything about that was money and politics, man. That's all that was.
0: Oh, yeah. Same thing with the uh, NCAA. But see, now with the NCAA, I think the Pac-12 said, the the kids said, we want 50% of the earnings or we're not playing.
1: Right, we taking all the we taking all the risk, and you getting all the money. Like that, to me, and it's crazy because like you making it seem they're making it seem like as if if we keep all. I mean, you basically saying that you're gonna keep kids in a bubble. Now, keeping adults is already hard,
0: as you can see with the NBA. People going to strip clubs, and getting wings. But I don't even think they put them in a bubble.
1: No, but that, but that's what I'm saying, like that now you're going to put really kids in, in like, because they're saying that, oh, you're only going to do conference games. So even if it's a conference game, you um you still deal with, give it a few seconds of silence. But um, even if you've had uh, the conference games, you still deal with people who are in your city. So how do I know that, you know, Jimmy over here who's the linebacker who, you know, third string, going to keep, you know, stay where he needs to stay.
0: Because he don't play anyway. So what's the purpose of me staying in the bubble? Right.
1: So now he, let's just say he get in the room and he gets, the starting linebacker got COVID now. No one knows. So what, you going to get a test the same day?
0: And this is a contact sport, sport, bro. Full contact. Full
1: contact. Sweating. I mean, when you hit somebody, you'll sweat getting on with him. And when it gets on your jersey, it gets on the the uh what's it called? Well, the, um. Hit,
0: bro? like the trainers.
1: You, you're not,
0: you're not, you know. A lot of people I know that that's getting hit. They're not really like keeping their mouth closed while they're getting hit. So they screaming, they're yelling, they're doing all that stuff, and saliva flying everywhere, mouth guards flying and you, and out.
1: You understand? And you try, you try to go out there and run around with a mask on, see if you don't faint.
0: Oh, they're gonna be out of there, <laughs> out of there. But yeah, like it's it's wild, bro. It's hopefully praying to God that we get some type of a uh, plan for the schools for for sports. I think sports, except except for basketball, because they came out with a pretty a pretty good plan. Um, I think that a lot of these sports just need to go ahead and just cut it. Right, that's, because like.
1: Like, I can understand, like if you were able to monitor them in that same way the NBA is doing, but college football they can't be monitored like that. It's just too many kids.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's way more because what the NBA on a roster you're gonna have what fifteen people? Yeah, but
1: I mean, but the point is that they're they're grown, so you can say this is the bubble. You got people watching it. If you only way you're getting out of this hot hotel. Is that you have to speak to somebody? Say I gotta leave. Now I, you're out of this bubble. Okay, you go. There's nothing I can do about it. But mm-hmm. when you're talking about like college, there's nobody watching those dorms like that. There's nobody watching the people that stay off campus like that. So that's what I'm saying. Like even if you say there's conference games, that to me is even more dumb because you got somebody who's like Florida who's playing somebody that's in Georgia. How do I don't know Georgia keeping up with what they need to
0: do? And that's how what, does that change? That was the like, that was
1: you making the, it seem like we all playing from the same place,
0: and they not. That that was the question that I posed. Like, how does playing in conference stop a virus from spreading? And the only way that I mean, because somebody was like, "What did they say? Something to the effect of it keeps it keeps it to where." if the conference makes a a plan, then only 10 to 12 teams have to worry about that plan instead of 150. And I was like, yeah, but at the same time, it's like, bro, you still traveling, one. Two, you have over 100 kids on each uh, roster. So it's like, bro, y'all still going from place to place, traveling, and you're not, Really giving them a full guideline of what they need to do, and the guidelines that they probably do have are going to be so loose that them kids ain't going to do it,
1: right? That's what I'm saying. Like, you you got kids, dude, like that's going to go from Florida to Tennessee, from I'm just speaking SEC from Tennessee to Alabama back to Florida. Like, you really think that what Arkansas, like, bro, like. You really think they finna all right? That don't make it don't make no sense, bro. And then you turn around and say like, "Oh, there's there, there's good reason why we don't want Florida playing Florida State this year because of COVID." What? And we're in the same state.
0: Exactly. And
1: it,
0: it, it, uh, you, uh, I don't know if you've seen, but a lot of these, uh, a lot of these, like. Division One, Double A schools; these FCS schools have gone ahead and just said, "We're not playing this year." We <laughs> yeah, we good. And I think a lot of school, a couple of them
1: probably did get rid of those um, conference games, out of conference games, because the smaller schools got rid of them. And then if they do conference games, it's gonna be tougher teams. There ain't gonna be no there's there ain't gonna be no Rudy Poo games. You're gonna have to play somebody that's good that's from another conference.
0: It's gonna be an interesting season, though. Right. I think it's gonna to be to me, I think it's gonna be
1: I think you're gonna find out the best of the best inside of a conference, but playing one game out of your conference is not gonna to, to me it'll be like if the East played the West one game and said that's the championship. Like cause I mean you you can't really discover who you are because you Because you think about a college season, you always have an upset game here or there. You right. know, you might get a Tennessee who might lose to, you know, Georgia, Georgia Southern, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Husky. <laughs> Husky. uh, Heirlooms. Like, bro, how did you do? Who is that? I don't know. But we lost him. But, you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that kind of stuff is going out the door. But I just don't think it's smart to start the, the, the NCAA season, man. I just think. We should enjoy basketball this year. And,
0: and just talk, up, talk the NBA NFL and, and NCAA up. Now, if they I don't even see it working for NCAA basketball though. Like, if they were to do a bubble, the kids wouldn't be able to go to class. Well, I mean it's a lot of uh it's a lot of online school now. So but it's it we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think
1: basketball is easier to contain
0: because you don't have
1: as many players. So you can – but the thing is, then it falls on the head coach to, you know, be stern because it's not like the NBA where it's one big conglomerate who handles everything versus the coaches in that you got to be strict. Correct. So, um – but, yeah, so – yeah, I mean, I think it'll be easier to do basketball because it's not so many people to deal with versus how football is. You got, I mean, you got 11, you got what, 22 players you got to deal with. And that's just started. So.
0: I mean, but, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. It'll be back uh, a little more uh frequently guys we uh we apologize for just the, the break that we took just a lot of things going on in lives that hindered us from really having it so i mean we appreciate the fans we appreciate the people who are listening we well, love y'all um hopefully like i said well ain't hopefully we're gonna we're gonna make it our business to try to be here every week so that we can go ahead and keep y'all up to date on what we got an opinion about. Um yeah. Opinion. opinion.
1: Hey,
0: it's not fat, people. It's talk, we much feed. love to uh to Brandon and Farah. Um in their absence. Uh one time for my dog, Jeff. What's uh, up, man? One time
1: for my
0: dog, John. It was also the one of the 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 godfathers of my child. My kid got two sets of godparents. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man, talk that talk. Holla talk that talk, man.